Welcome to Timberland Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The Holy Spirit is leading us once again to talk about the day of judgment. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Father God, we love you, honor and glorify you. Thank you for allowing our eyes and hearts to be open on this day, not to just see what's before us, Father God, but what you have for us. So thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this lesson on today. Allow it to pressure through, to permeate through, to go through our hearts, go through our minds so that we can receive more of you, Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for your love and for your blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling here with us. Thank you for all the listeners, Father God. Thank you for all that has tuned in to receive your word on this day. We thank you for them, Father God. Bless them. Bless their hearts. Bless their mind. Bless their finances. Bless their health. Thank you, Father God, for you are awesome and so amazing. You are wonderful in all your mighty and powerful ways. In your perfect name, Jesus, we praise you. Amen. So we spoke in part one about the great white throne. The great white throne is for those who have died and lived a life without a relationship with Jesus Christ. Those that are spiritually dead, those that have found themselves being religious and not having a relationship with Christ. Those are the ones that are going to see the second death, which is the lake of fire. For those that who are believers will go before the judgment seat of Christ. This judgment is for the believers that will come before Jesus. These are the believers that are written in the Lamb's book of life. Those that will be rewarded for being obedient unto the word of God. Remember, we have spoken about the Lamb's book of life and how we can be certain that our names are written in it. Acts chapter 10 verse 42 and 43 says, And he ordered us to preach everywhere and to testify that Jesus is the one appointed by God to be judge of all, the living and the dead. He is the one all the prophets testified about, saying that everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. So when the day of judgment comes, when the sky cracks open and Jesus comes, Jesus comes and the the sky is filled with trumpets blowing and the clouds open up and Jesus comes, those of us that are believers, those of us that have been obedient to God's word, those of us that have given our life to Christ in a relationship, will be the ones that have our names written in the Lamb's book of life. True believers understanding that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can go to the Father but through him. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 15, it says, And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. So that's why, people of God, we need to make sure daily we are repenting. We need to make sure daily we are cleaning out anything that is not of God. We need to look daily for the salvation of Jesus wearing our helmet of salvation, wearing our breastplate of righteousness, wearing our belt of truth holding the sword of the spirit, holding the shield of faith, and having our feet covered with the gospel boots of peace. In Revelation 21, 8, and then also in 27, it says, but cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, 
murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars. Their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Verse 28 says, or 27, excuse me, nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty. So it says nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. So we see this list here. When we believe in God, we understand and know that his word is true and he's laying it out for us. He says, hey, cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, all liars. These are the people that are not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. They are not going to enter the kingdom of God. He lays it out plain for us. It says, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Now, how do we make sure that our name is in the Lamb's book of life? We have to accept Jesus as our savior and live a life for Christ. Ask for forgiveness of your sins and know that God is a loving God. He will forgive you if you come to him with a pure heart. Remember, God doesn't look at our lip service. Yes, God, I love you. Yes, God. Oh, Lord, please forgive me for that. He doesn't look at our lips and what we're saying. He looks at our hearts. He knows our hearts because we can have these words sound so convincing out of our mouth. But what does our heart hold? In Romans 10, 9, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, once you become saved, you must live a life being obedient and kind to others, filled with love and helping and teaching each other about Jesus so they can also be in heaven. So that's what being saved is all about. It doesn't just end there. I give my life to Christ. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart. It doesn't end there. You have to be obedient to God's word. God's word tells us to follow his commandments. We have to be kind to others. We have to be filled with love. We have to carry on the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Those are the things that God will fill us with when we are a true believer, when we truly are living in the will of God. And we won't be having these attributes only on certain days. This is a 24-7. This is 24-7, a lifestyle. Not just when it's convenient because I'm around people and I need to look and speak like I love God. But it's a heart condition. Is where is your heart at? If you've already given your life to Christ and you've been backsliding, you've walked away, and you realize you're not living an acceptable life unto Him, then you just need to repent. Repent is when you ask God for forgiveness for all of your sins that you have done. Confess to him with your whole heart and change your ways. You cannot continue to walk, talk, act, and think the way that you used to. Why? Because when Jesus comes in, he gives us a renewing of the mind. 
we think differently, we act differently, we love differently. So, oh, on that day to see our savior, our healer, our deliverer, our way maker, to be in the presence of our king. Hallelujah. All praises be to the king of king and lords of lords. Lord of lords. Think about that. When the sky opens up, are we able to stand in that confidence to say, I have truly lived a life for Christ. I have daily asked God for forgiveness to cleanse me of my sins daily, not once a week, not once a month, not once a year, daily, because we are not a perfect people. We make mistakes, we do things, but what the Holy Spirit does, he lives inside of us to convict us of those things. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have done that. Oh, Lord, God, please forgive me because I didn't mean for that to come out of my mouth. Or Lord, God, please forgive me because I did mean to come have that come out of my mouth because I was angry. So Lord, I need you to take this anger from me. Please forgive me for being so angry, Lord. And when we're confessing and living and being with God moment to moment, day to day, second to second, that's when we're truly dedicating our lives to Christ that we're living the lifestyle, that we're worshiping him, that we've made that decision, that final decision. I want to live eternal life and I want to live with my Jesus. I want to be in the presence of my savior. I want to be in the presence of my heavenly father. And when we make the commitment in our life, remember we talked about, or if you haven't listened to it yet, being fully committed, what does that mean? When we fully commit to God, we take him seriously. We think about the things that we do. We love on him and we love others. We can find in Revelation chapter 21 verses one through seven, it says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, write this down for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, it is finished. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end to all who are thirsty. I will give freely from the springs of water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. What more beautiful thing to ever hear with your ears? What more beautiful thing to ever witness in your life? If you think about this, let's, let's draw. I like to use my imagination. So I'm going to have you draw in your imagination and picture in your imagination. You're standing there 
you're standing there and it's the day of judgment. It's the day that Jesus returns to us and we're standing there and all of a sudden the sky and the clouds crack open and you see this beautiful heaven, whatever your imagination can fathom heaven to be this beautiful heaven. So the old heaven, old earth passed away. We have this beautiful heaven, this holy city, shining, gleaming, coming down of heaven. And it describes it like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. Now, something I would like for you to think about when a husband stands waiting for his wife to be presented to him, the feelings that that groom holds the excitement wow look at her she's mine she's so beautiful i love her i'm going to be with her forever she's my love she's my part of me we are about to be joined together as one her and i together forever nothing can break this bond because it's her and i and she is beautiful and so amazing and i'm about to spend the rest of my days here on this earth with this beautiful bride i'm about to spend the rest of my life and her life here together as one and that's how we are to look When the sky comes open in Jesus, that's how we are to feel. My Jesus, so beautiful. We are about to be joined together as one for eternity. Nothing can break this bond. We are as one. I love you. And I'm so thankful that we're going to be able to spend eternity together. Eternity together. And that's how we are to feel. And that's how we are to look when the sky opens up and and God is coming down and heaven is coming down and Jesus is coming down as a beautifully dressed bride. And when we hear the shout saying, God's home is now among his people, that means we that are believers, that means we that have persevered through We that are victorious, that's what God says. Those that are victorious will inherit these blessings. So when we're victorious, what does that mean? What are we victorious over? Living a life for Christ, pressing through hard times, good times, pressing through knowing that our heavenly father is with us along the way that no matter what health problem, no matter what loss, no matter what financial, we look to him because he's our father. What do you do when you're a little kid and you fall and you get hurt? You run to your parent. Ow, mommy, ow, daddy, I got a hurt, I got a boo-boo. You run to them, why? Because you're hurt. You run to them, why? Because you need them. And that's how our heavenly father wants us to be with him. It states in his word that he will wipe every tear. So guess what? There'll be no more crying. There'll be no more death. We don't have to worry about losing a loved one. We don't have to worry about being sick. We don't have to worry about financial problems anymore. We don't have to be in pain anymore. These things will be gone forever. 
And I say that with confidence because I believe God's word is true. So I might shed some tears. I might shed a lot of tears. I know in my life I have shed million and trillion and gazillion, whatever the biggest number is we can go, of tears. And there will be a day, and I know that I'm going to still shed some tears until the return of our Jesus, until that return. And then it says here, so beautiful. And the one sitting on the throne, that's our Jesus. He says, look, I'm making everything new. And that just brings joy to my heart and tears to my eyes because that's what Jesus's promise was to us before he left here, before he left this earth. He is going to prepare a place for us where he will be, we will be also as long as we are believers. He is setting up mansions. He is setting up this glorious, beautiful, holy city, this new Jerusalem, this heaven, this new heaven for us in preparation for us. And he tells us that he's making all things new. And that if we are victorious and if we persevere and we push through and we continue to look to God, to look to Jesus for all that we need, when we press through when there are doubters around us, when we press through when there is sin around us, but we don't involve ourselves, when we press through and keep our faith in Christ, we will be the victorious ones. We will be the ones that will inherit all of these blessings. Oh, to have my tear ducts removed. Oh, to have my heart in solid form, not broken. Oh, to have my loved ones, maybe even my enemies that turn their life to Christ. Maybe, who knows, when we get to heaven. So people of God, We want to be seated. We want to be standing. We want to be in the judgment seat of Christ. Those of us that are believers, we do not want to face the great white throne. The great white throne are for the non-believers, are for the religious, the ones that have not had a relationship with Christ. Those that have lived without Jesus, Those that have been spiritually dead will be the ones to stand in front of the great white throne. But those of us that are believers, those of us that have pushed through, that have lived the life for Christ, will stand in confidence. We'll be able to see the new heaven and we will be rewarded by our heavenly father. That's the place I want to be. That's the place that I want to stand in confidence before my God to say, Lord, daily, I crucified my flesh to you. Daily, I've repented for my sins. Daily, I've looked to you for guidance and allowed the Holy Spirit to dwell within me. Daily, I spread your word. I shared with someone how wonderful and amazing you are and how you are my savior and you can be theirs. So Father God, thank you for the opportunity for us today to realize that Our relationship with you is so important. Our relationship with you is what gets us before the judgment seat of you, Lord. And we thank you for that. 
Father, keep our hearts and minds set on you. Keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Fix in us what is not right. Clean us up. Clean us out. We give all to you. And Father God, we know that you give all to us. So thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for allowing your light to shine in and through us. Father God, we just want to give our lives to you. We want to come before your seat, Father God. We don't want to be at the great white throne. We pray for our loved ones. We pray for our family and friends. We pray for our enemies, Father God, that they will all be able to change their lives, to give their lives to you so you can change them. You can renew them, Father God, so they may have their tears wiped away. Thank you, Father. In your precious, mighty name, bless the listeners. Bless the listeners that they will share your word, Father God, that they will let their light shine, Father God, for you, for others to see. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. We honor and we glorify you because you're worthy and so wonderful. So thank you. In your precious, mighty name, Jesus. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us here today. I pray that you have been blessed. I pray that you will set your mind on being in front of the judgment seat of Christ. I pray that you set your mind that you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, Jesus, and you will live a life for him. That you will live the life that he has for you. So we can all join together in heaven and have our tears wiped away and our sorrows and no more pain. So thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And you, we do have a YouTube channel at You Are Love Ministries. And you want to look for the heart with the cross through it. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, you are loved.